my mom thinks things about many men in my life that aren't true. I love that's our link. Our friends with Dorothy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) It's so true. I'm starting to think things about him that are not true. (laughs) (laughs) But they could be true. Manic. Jumpscare. Hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Hi. Hi. We're Quinn. And we're Becca. Becca. And welcome to Manic Pixie Jumpscare, a podcast where Becca and I talk openly about our shared delusions, passions, and and love. love. For each, each other. other. Ooh. <laughs> oh my goodness, Becca. So Whoa. <laughs> lots going on. Sorry. <laughs> so guys, so for all of our <laughs> Becca's still laughing. For all of our audio listeners today. We are having our Halloween episode. It is close to All Hallows Eve, and Becca and I are honoring that. We're going to tell you the topic yeah. a little early in today's episode. <laughs> and as such, Becca and I have both decorated for Halloween, so so to speak. <laughs> you could say you could say that, yeah. Becca uh. is living in the year three thousand and has a virtual background, but mm-hmm. I am living in the year seventeen forty three, and my computer doesn't doesn't do all that as we've covered extensively on the show that my computer is very old actually um, and so yeah um in lieu of that i am <laughs> doing a lighting effect and um it is now i who is giving blair witch on the podcast and so i've really i've really taken it from becca it's, um it's it's truly haunting um <laughs> it is scary like i like if I were becca i would be so scared like i'm me and i'm a little scared of like the whole thing um I just truly can't see your background. So like anything could be behind you. Anything could be happening. Exactly. Exactly. Perfect. Perfect. Oh my goodness. (sighs) Well, here we here I am. Here you are. Yes. Another week. (laughs) (laughs) So So, Becca, what the hell even has been going on in your life? Uh, Good question. So I mean. I guess we can just bring this up first so it's like out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that Midnight's did come out. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we are Swifty, so it does need to be talked about at least a little bit. Hopefully mm-hmm. we won't be like too annoying because it's so easy to be annoying about Taylor Swift. Um, Every Even as a Swifty, the Midnight's release has been so annoying, which I'll talk about yes, later. I hate a lot of people, but <laughs> um, I really am here for like, the little bit of reputation that this album was was giving us and the oh, little a bit lot of, lover of reputation also. i would say yeah a yeah. lot of reputation so, and a lot of lover mm-hmm. yeah so like lavender haze and karma i've just been playing on repeat on and off mm-hmm. those two um they're probably my favorites um but yeah i'm i'm loving it i hope she goes on tour oh she so can... definitely will people who are like oh she'll never go on tour again i'm like let's be serious let's be serious <laughs> because I just don't think that people understand that like Taylor Swift, if she wanted to, she is one of the artists who could still like subsist off of like music sales because she does like move a lot of music and still in like Mm -hmm. physical copies, like 
I'd be interested to see if there's any musician who can like sell physical copies like her still. Wait, when? Sorry to interrupt you, but are you physically holding your little flashlight in front of your face? Yes. Like it's not. <laughs> yes. I don't know why I thought it was going to be like fixed on something. That would probably be like better. So this whole time you're going to hold, you're going <laughs> to. I guess it's the same as me holding my microphone. Yes, exactly. Wait. Oh my God. This is. <laughs> <laughs> no! Don't do that one. Please stop. Please stop. Please stop. <laughs> no, because it doesn't look like I have eyes. <laughs> oh my God. I'm literally physically crying. Please stop. I'm begging you. Becca, you did this. Becca, you did this. <laughs> oh okay, my guys. god okay guys that was, the scary, that was the scariest part of the whole episode honestly. that was really scary we're, we're being goofy but this so light funny. this lighting decision has made everything so goofy <laughs> it's really um, goofy. it's turned the goof up to a, th- a thousand um <laughs> a thousand. girl your goof levels are interestingly high today <laughs> hey girl <laughs> your goof levels seem high don't even don't even right now okay okay so midnights what, what was i even what yeah. was i even saying even oh but know. like anyway tldr artists make their money primarily off of touring like that is what sells because right of course tickets sell merch. and then what do you do merch exactly yeah um and so yeah no artist is gonna like not tour plus most artists get into music because they like performing so like why wouldn't you it's true Anyway, and Miss Taylor is a performer. Yes, um, she is. And so yeah. She knows her lower choreography. Yes. Ooh. I I think that I think the album is interesting because first of all, and not in like a hating way, I enjoy the fact that it's a concept album. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But and I don't know if this is just me. It's interesting that it's called Midnights and that she's like, oh, these songs are all based off of like sleepless nights I've had, you know, Mm -hmm. on 13 nights throughout my life. And I'm like, so if you're up at midnight, that's like a pretty normal thing for an adult. Yeah. (laughs) Like that doesn't necessarily mean it's like a sleepless night for you if you're up at the midnight hour. Um, Yeah, the perfect sleep schedule is actually falling asleep at like between 12 and 1 and waking up between 8 and 9 that is the perfect sleep schedule actually yeah um and so it's it, it does kind of make sense for taylor because she is a little kind of like you know innocent you know that kind of thing but like <laughs> cat lady she's like she's like oh my god midnight's late like that's past my bedtime yeah. and i'm like no. <laughs> girl so i'm just getting started i'm just getting that's I'm what just that's getting- that's the witching hour baby um that's when i used to start my homework midnight in college or high school all of it oh my god why would you do that i was like no i no (laughs) no i know i I was a demon i just wouldn't (laughs) want to until it was fully dark (laughs) (laughs) which famously doesn't happen until midnight (laughs) exactly no i needed to it to be the next day yeah. So I was like, I'll do my homework today. Um, I'll do today's homework. <laughs> I'll do today's homework. Do today means do today. <laughs> <laughs> oh my exactly. god. Um, but yeah, I like I like the album. I'm gonna say a little bit more about it later on. Okay. But 
Fair. Of course, I love lavender haze. Mm-hmm. I love maroon. I love antihero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're on your own, kid. That might be my most listened to one on the album because I'm obsessed with the bridge specifically. That one's really good. Um, and it's an interesting track five because it is sad, but mm-hmm. it's upbeat. So it's a little yeah. deceiving. Yeah. Um, I love Bejeweled. question. Bejeweled. Uh, best believe. I'm still bejeweled. Shimmer. <laughs> um, Labyrinth. Karma. I've mentioned most of the songs in the album at this point. Um, yeah. Look at you. I love Glitch. Would have, could have, should have. Would have, could have, should have. That's like a new classic. Mm-hmm. That's like a new tech classic in the Taylor discography. Most <laughs> certainly. Although I was looking at this thing that was like a review and it, it's kind of like... Um, it's very much would have could have should have is very much hearkening back to um not James Franco John Mayer yeah <laughs> uh the John Mayer era yeah I, I think they could be the same person um and so it's very much hearkening back to that and somebody was like oh my god she's still writing about the same breakup <laughs> and I was like it's okay gagged her a bit there um <laughs> I also love Dear Reader. I think it's a fun, I think it's a fun album. Mm-hmm. Um, Very fun. She really had the biggest debut of like any artist ever on Spotify. Mm-hmm. She's, she's yeah. doing good, Miss Taylor. Yeah, she's um, doing quite fine. Despite what the plebes may think about the album. Um, and so, yeah. And um, yeah, I, I'll talk about some other thoughts I have on it a little bit later in the show. But I got you. Um, anything else to report outside of Midnight's release since last we've spoken, Becca? Oh, certainly. Um, real quick, shout out to my dad. It was his birthday on the 24th. Yes, Randy. Stop. <laughs> Stop, because I've told you his name before, so you can't be guessing it this time. <laughs> so, Becca, remember that one time I forgot your name? <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to remember my dad's name. And I've spoken okay. to you for over, like, how many hours? I definitely don't know your dad's name, but if I had to guess, it probably would be John. No. <laughs> Dang it, my brain just said Samantha. That's actually correct. <laughs> wow, okay, perfect. Um, oh, my God. No. My dad's name is Bill. Bill. What's your dad's name? Brian. Uh, I got dads with B names, but Brian with a Y. Oh, wait. You actually mentioned that in an episode. I did? Yeah, because of something someone said about a Brian. (laughs) Anyway. Um, And then, so shout out to my dad. And also, lately, I have been feeling extreme Mm -hmm. jealousy. But basically because, how do I say this? I want to shake my ass on a yacht. I want to be out there. I want to go. You know? I want to be uh, where you are. Or in Europe. Uh, oh, or to I me? I also want to be... <laughs> I don't know. I just want to be anywhere. Like, not in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Mm, where there's I can see that. no bars. <laughs> I'll even take Pittsburgh at this point. I'm <laughs> saying no. Holy shit. It's going wrong. <laughs> it's bad here. I want to be in Pittsburgh. <laughs> That's yeah. when you know it's bad. 
<laughs> Jesus. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, that is because um, that's definitely also something I feel as somebody from, you know, a suburban area. It's like when you're home, it's like, what is even going on even? Nothing ever. Who do I even know here even other than my parents and my one friend who has a full-time job? It's just too bad. It's just too bad. It's just it's just tough. It's a tough existence. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can definitely understand that. Um, and it's always interesting because you want to be doing the thing you're like not doing, like always. Oh, that is so true. Because like there, me once again. <laughs> there have certainly been moments like you know I'm out like doing, you know, gallivanting about. Mm-hmm. But there have been moments where I was like, girl, what I wouldn't do just for a day to rot in my room in Hocassin, Delaware and just Ugh. like make everybody forget I exist for a couple hours. Like it's so true. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, Quinn, I needed to hear that. No. Yeah. I think, it, but Thank I think you. it's a normal thing. Yeah, it really is. I'm so human. I should journal you're... about it. <sighs> Damn girl. Your human levels are so high. <laughs> Your human levels are off the charts. Your levels of humanity are crazy right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that's pretty much all for me. Again, nothing mm-hmm. nearly as exciting as what you're doing, I'm sure. But who's to say? Because we're all just out here. Yeah, we're all just out here doing whatever. So actually, maybe it was exciting. I did hit 100 cards at Ulta. And so I got a little pin. <laughs> <laughs> so exciting I thought you said um I thought you were about to say I did hit 100 cars <laughs> and so that's why I was giggling a little bit to myself every car in a parking lot I'm like oh sorry oh sorry please we have to move on. We, we have, have to move on. Yeah, the producer is telling us to move on. Um, <laughs> We've just got the red light in the studio. I and know. that means, um, let me, let me, what? <laughs> Sorry. No, could you imagine if we had a legit producer of this show? Like, if there was, we probably do need somebody to rein us in a little bit, but who has the time, first of all? And, uh, yeah. Um, and what if they stifle us in a bad way? Yeah. Um, anyway, scary. Yeah. So Quinn, that leads me to asking you actually, um, what actually even has even been going on even lately with you? Oh my God, I'm so glad you asked. Um, Thank you. And honestly, okay, this might help you with your process a little bit because when we last spoke, I was in okay. España mm-hmm. and I was in Alicante, a little seaside town. And then um, to fly, I went to the UK. And so to get from España to the United Kingdom, mm-hmm. I had the, I was flying through Madrid. And so I get a train from Alicante to Madrid. I go to the Madrid airport. We're doing good. Um, I board my flight. Guys, I just want to say... Having a podcast is not as glamorous as it sometimes seems. Mm. I have a mic on the road because I am trying to ensure all of you good audio quality wherever I go. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, whatever audio quality Beck and I ultimately give you. Um, but yeah, something about 
the Spanish security, Spain's version of TSA, they hated this fucking mic. When I flew to Granada mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. Barcelona, they made me take the mic out. They're like, what? They, they're they like showing you the x-ray and they're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> so what even is this, guys? They said, so <laughs> what is that? And then when I went through security at Madrid, they were like similarly uncool about it. No, the Spanish, Spanish TSA was like shaking my whole shit down. I had to go through security twice. Yeah, me too. And they kept making me have to take shit out of my bag. I was like, oh my God. And then after the second time, the lady was like, oh no, I still have to like inspect your bag. And she was like looking for like everything in my bag. Anyway. No, I think I told you that when I went through security coming back, like from Barcelona to the United States Mm -hmm. with my pump, like in America, they're like, okay, I'm going to take you to the side in a private area because I have to get pat down Mm -hmm. and they like pat you down. In Spain, they were like, whip me around in front of everyone, like up my coochie in my <laughs> butt. And they were like, and to the back of the line again, please. So I had to go through twice. Oh, my God. For what even? Wait, can you Wait, not like, go through a machine with your pump? No, it could explode. Oh, <gasps> so they say. Terrifying, actually. I know. I have like such an intrusive thought to try, though. <laughs> you can't put you can't put Miss Miss. Um, Chloe. Tif- Chloe. Tiffany's the old yeah. one. Um, yeah, I could throw Tiffany the old one through and see what happens to her. Maybe <laughs> that was your last resort if Tiffany didn't stop beeping. <laughs> Literally, TSA blow her. her up. Oh my god, <laughs> in the airport too. <laughs> oh, that would be bad. Oh my god. Um, anyway, and so, but anyway, I got. But I got through mm-hmm. security. I go to my gate. I'm flying to Manchester, which is in oh. the north of the UK. Um, and so I'm flying from Madrid to Manchester, a direct flight. So I get on the flight. Well, first of all, on the board originally, it said my flight was like delayed or it said it had a new time. And then I ended up going to the gate and we just boarded at the regular time. And so I was like, "Mm, so what if I had trusted that? That's rude. Yeah. So it was weird. And then we get on the flight. Um, we take off. And we get about like probably halfway to Manchester. And then the pilot comes over the intercom, says a bunch of stuff in Spanish. Mm-hmm. And then he says in English, hey, guys, so actually um, the plane doesn't have enough de-icing fluid. So we will have to turn around and like return to Manchester or no, not Manchester, return to Madrid. Oh, my God. Yes, so we fully had to turn around in the sky and, like, land back in Madrid. And they had, like, no idea what was going to happen next, basically. They're like, we'll keep you updated. <laughs> that, why wouldn't they just just land in Manchester and do that then? Because they had to have, like, there. I don't know if we were quite halfway there. That's what it felt like to me. Oh. But it felt like they oh. didn't, like, it's colder in Manchester, so, like, if the planes i don't know i don't fucking know but also it's mid-october late Mm. october even now and like i'm not even from europe but i'm i know it gets cold in the uk at that time so long yeah why don't you prepare for this literally um and so then we land we're on the plane for like 30 minutes and then they're like okay guys you can get off the plane now 
(laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) I'm like, can't you just put more de-icing fluid in? Like, I don't, I don't get it. So anyway. Yeah. So we land and we go off and they're like, okay guys, go to this new gate. And so we waited the new gate for like an hour and then they're like, okay guys, well actually mm, flight's canceled. So, um, (laughs) so we had lied again. Yes. So we had lied again. And so I go and I'm like, I've experienced this at this point. I'm like, okay, I think I know what happens. I'm like, a flight cancels. They're going to put me on another one and Mm. they're going to like put me up somewhere, you know, whatever. And so I go to uh, customer service. It's a European airport. So of course I have to walk mm, three miles before I can get like out into customer service. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, I collect my bag from baggage claim And then I proceed to wait in a line for mm, an hour and a half at customer service to get a meal voucher and for customer service to tell me, okay, you have to call the airline. (laughs) No. Yes. I would have had to cause a scene. I would have had to. (laughs) Oh, and several people were. Oh, and several people were. Yeah. Um, and there were also no direct flights from Madrid to Manchester like the next day. And so Ugh. like there was, and then they were like, they were talking about like, I don't know. I don't know if the airline was actually talking about this or if somebody made it up, mm-hmm. but they were like, oh, maybe they'll like do a whole other flight like tomorrow because they canceled this one. And so anyway, so how, everybody's like, how long does it take to fluidize a plane with de-icing material? Yeah, I don't th- I don't know. I don't know anything it about what's going like on with the such airlines. A quick fix. Oh my god. Yeah, can't you just put more fluid in there? Yeah, and so I go and I'm enlisting the help of some of the adults in my life who are like better at this yeah. kind of stuff than I am. And yeah. so I um consulted somebody who called the airline for me while I ate something and mind Perfect. you it was a late it was a late flight so like we took off at like eight or something in Spain and so by this point it's like almost it's like by the time I get through the line it's past midnight mm-hmm. and they didn't even offer like accommodation the only place the closest place where I could get like accommodation because it's outside like like a regular airport it's like outside the city yeah like without having to fully go back into Madrid like proper was mm-hmm. $300 to stay there for the night. Oh my God. Yeah, I can't believe. So, and the airport didn't have like hotel r- rooms in no, it. No, they didn't offer anybody accommodations on the flight. That's so weird. So, um, so I'm eating and then um, my uh, person I have working on it for me is like, mm-hmm. oh, they I just got off the phone with the airline they said to talk to customer service and I said bestie that's who told me to call the airline <laughs> and I then they said so much and then they hit me back with a for god's sake um <laughs> and so then I'm like okay let me try to find another customer service and so then because I'm also the customer service I talked to previously was in like the baggage claim area. And now I'm out of that. Mm, and like, okay. if you've ever been international going back into baggage claim, like, isn't a thing like, cause yeah. Anyway, I don't know. But, um, so I go up. So I go up to like where departures are 
and mm-hmm. there is a customer service line and I get in it does not does not move at moves at a glacial pace actually um but does not move for at least the first 45 minutes I'm in line because oh there is one person working for at least two flights that were canceled on that airline Iberian Airlines um fuck y'all anyway yeah <laughs> um, you should have tweeted at them oh my god with my 200 because- followers on Twitter well, usually they see it and they're like, hey, no, I am. Um, can we fix this? Well, European airlines are much better about like um, compensating you. And so apparently I'll get like compensated and stuff. I just have to like file. And so the same person who helped mm. me like call the airline is going to help me with that. But nice. so I'm looking forward to my day in court. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I end up waiting mm, three and a half, four hours in this line. Quinn like overnight like overnight and it's so bad guys I'm literally laying on the airplane like on the airport floor like it's a normal thing to do yeah I was sure everyone was with you though oh yeah community in those moments oh yeah I fully took a picture of this guy like sleeping on the airport (laughs) floor it was so funny um (laughs) Uh, it's just yeah in the worst moments humanity we come together and then we mm-hmm. all take it out on that one customer service worker. Yeah. Um, and so eventually like more people started by the time like 5 a.m. rolled around. I'm finally talking to the guy. There's two <laughs> more agents there. Finally, um, <laughs> some shifts have started. Yes. And so then he like offers to rebook me to Manchester. But I try to avoid connecting flights because both the times I've had connecting flights on this journey. I've lost Mm -hmm. my bag. And so I'm like, I'm not doing connecting flights. And so the only way I can fly direct is if I fly to, instead of Manchester, London, and then Mm. I catch a train to London. And so that's what I ended up doing. And so I literally pulled like an all-nighter and my my trip (sighs) from Madrid to London, oh my God, so dark-sided because first of all, I was rebooked onto it like two hours before takeoff. So of course I'm in a middle seat. Um, uh, I'm such a long human being to be on a plane mm-hmm, to begin with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All I wanted to do was sleep. And all I truly was able to do in that moment was try to go to sleep. And I could not, like, I physically could not like get comfortable in the way that you are required to to sleep. And so, yeah, I fully felt myself about to go crazy on the plane. <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, <laughs> when will this be over? When will this be over? When will this be over? Um, and eventually I landed and then I went to Manchester and I started my little UK tour. Hey. Um, I felt like I was in my homeland, but because of that, it kind of sucked because because of that, bitches who pull all-nighters, how are y'all doing that? Because. No, I'm, I used to pull all-nighters like crazy. I, I pulled, I've only maybe pulled like two all-night, not even like all-nighters. Like I've never pulled an all-nighter. Like intentionally, every time Good. I've like stayed up, it's either been because I was like not able to sleep, or because of like something like this. Um, okay. And so I do not know how to operate with you guys. Mm-hmm. Like my like my shit was fucked for days after this fucking like, <laughs> yeah after this all nighter. Like I was exhausted. And um. But yeah, um, but the UK was super fun. I did like the North and the Midlands. So I went from Birmingham or no, I went from Manchester 
down to Birmingham and then back up to Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Um, and in Manchester, or not Manchester, and in Birmingham, I got to see Rina Sawayama, the whole <gasps> The Girl Tour. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. It's and true, my gourd. Was it's it true, amazing? Actually. Yes, it was amazing. Um, this hell is better with you. Oh my God. That was such a fun song. She's such a great performer. She has so many amazing wow. songs. Um, I really want to go to arena concert. It was, it was very fun. It was a very fun experience and it was cool to like see her, you know, in, cause she is British obviously. And so it was cool to see her like, so true with like a British crowd and stuff. And so, um, but yeah, that was re- the lighting design. Something about Becca and I as theater majors, we have like appreciation for a bunch of different types of design. I was looking at the lighting for this show and I was like, oh. No, something that randomly now I'm like so aware of is lighting and projection design. Oh, yeah. Like the projection at Phoebe's concert and the projections at Caroline Polachek's <gasps> concert. No, Caroline Polachek's <laughs> concert was the most visually stunning thing I've ever been to, honestly. It was gorgeous. It was, it was gorgeous. Because I wasn't even a big Caroline fan because like I like I bought the ticket because I thought you were probably going and it was $20. And so I was like, yeah, work. <laughs> I'm just going to assume. And, and then I ended up going <laughs> and it was like, oh, my God. That was such a fun night. That was a very fun night. Um, I loved it. <laughs> And so, yeah, I got Serena Sawayama. I went to Liverpool. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wait, have you met a man yet? Like a, oh. Like, aren't you on the hunt? Yeah. Met, like, no, I was very anti. I was exhausted in the UK, so I was just, like. I hear you, actually. Like, I had to spend all my, like, I spent all my energy, like, looking around. And then when I wasn't looking around, I was very much, like. (laughs) Solemn. Yeah. I got you. Um, and so yeah, but my trip in the UK was fun, and now I'm actually in Italia because I met up with my family, and we're having family vacation. Um, Did you miss them? Yes, I did miss them a lot. It was like I felt immediately better yesterday. I must say, Um, just like being with them, and it's nice because I like I need a little pick me up because honestly, guys. I think I, I think the the pod it's really fun doing the podcast during this time and like everybody was like oh you can do the podcast while you're traveling and it's like really important that like it's also nice that I'll have like a capsule of like parts of this time and stuff but like yeah I do want to dispel that it's not like all glamorous which I hope I hope we've been showing a little bit through <laughs> this because mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes like because I've been watching like a lot of travel content and stuff and it's just so like oh my God, guys, travel. It's so fun. It's so fun. And there are parts of it that are so fun and like the best moments of your life. And like you get all these amazing things out of it. Mm-hmm. And then there are fucking moments where you're like, I just want to fucking go home and <laughs> be with my dogs yeah. and yeah. like give this whole thing up. And so mm-hmm. like, I've certainly had those moments where I'm laying on the floor of the Madrid airport, <laughs> trying desperately everything. to get somewhere. <laughs> I'm like, so, mm, <laughs> why did I go ever home think this was question fun. mark yeah um <laughs> and so um but yeah so there are moments that are not glamorous and are not mm-hmm. fun necessarily um and but the same shit would be back home as well so like you know even if I was at home doing whatever there would be great moments and there would be moments that were not fun and mm-hmm. made me make me like once not exist um yeah and yeah. so Always. Yeah. 
<laughs> so such is life. Whenever you're looking at someone's life and trying to compare, just be like, oh, they have moments where they don't want to exist. Mm-hmm. Just like mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we all fucking hate it here. Yeah. And it's nice because sometimes I feel like sometimes I feel guilty when I have those thoughts. Um, mm. to be honest, but it's um it's and it's something I've been journaling about, but I'm like, no, it's okay. It's fully okay to like question things. And yeah. it's fully okay to not be so in love with like everything in your life that you're like, oh I'm 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 a hundred percent like I love this all the time. Like I remember actually we talked about the ones actually in the last episode, we talked about the one time I was in confession with a priest and he was like, no one's entitled to your truth. Another mm-hmm. time I was in confession. Same um, priest? No, different priest. Um, wow. A different priest said to me, you know, I always think it's really weird when people are like, don't question their faith. Like when people are always like so fanatical that they like project this air of like not questioning their faith because yeah. I feel like it's so like, it's normal to have questions, especially with something like, and not even that this is like a religious thing, but like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm on this fucking journey (laughs) this thing I've never done before in this way yeah and it would be weird if I like it would always be weird if I was like waking up being like oh this is amazing (laughs) like (laughs) like it's weird not to examine things I feel and so Mm -hmm. I've been trying to let go of that guilt a little bit so you know and I am incredibly lucky and incredibly grateful for this opportunity and stuff but Mm -hmm. you know that's allowed to coexist with the fact that sometimes it's exhausting and that sometimes it's like I want to pick up my toys and go home um and so yeah and ultimately we all just have to trust our own inner guide Mm -hmm. that we will make the correct decision when we need to this reminds me actually of a Lily Reinhardt quote where she was talking about on a podcast and she was on how like she sometimes she is sad or mad or whatever blah 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 blah, blah. Mm. but she always comes back to the thought that like it's such a beautiful thing that as a human she gets to experience even the bad feelings her yeah and i was like lily i see you in this moment for beyond what you are in riverdale exactly because how we know what happiness was if we didn't feel sadness literally ha ha low lows baby and uh, with that being said, with that. I, think, <laughs> I think that's perfect moment it's to wrap a perfect way up. to end um, the show. So bye, everybody. Um, <laughs> no, um, Beck and I are going to do a little break <laughs> and then we'll be back mm-hmm. to discuss today's topic. Guys, I'm scared. I'm not scared at all. I beat us. Okay. <laughs> it's really scary. A truly terrifying disease. Yeah. I would know. Anyway. <gasps> I forgot you were diabetic for a second. <laughs> Ma'am. <laughs> How can I ever forget? What the hell? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you forget my name, my chronic con- conditions, everything. Anywho, just a forgetful little girl. Um, <laughs> He's so goofy. Well, everyone, welcome back. We are back, and yeah, yeah we hinted at it a little bit, a little bit. We <laughs> we 
we got a little goofy and, and I told you more than you were supposed to know at the time. But today we're talking about Halloween. Halloween. Actually, my favorite holiday. Quinn, what about you? It is not my favorite holiday. What? What's your favorite holiday then? Easter? What if? No, take it. Take an actual guess. <laughs> it's got to be Christmas. Yeah, of course, of course. Of course, of course. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. It's my second. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's my second favorite. So, no, I love Christmas. Um, I feel Shout like out. Christmas and Halloween really are those girls, though. Like, they're the most significant holidays. Yeah, Thanksgiving to me is flop, to be honest. Oh my God. I'm so glad we agree on that. I cannot stand a bitch who's like, oh, I love Thanksgiving. No, literally. My mom included. <laughs> Especially <laughs> to me, Christine, I will call you out. <laughs> Christine. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I just hate it so much. I think it's so boring. To me, to me at least. And we'll do we'll have a little because we're not gonna have a thanks. Let me tell you something. This this show is not gonna have a Thanksgiving special. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. And so no. we'll give Thanksgiving, we'll give Thanksgiving her five minutes right now. Um mm-hmm. but Thanksgiving, I I find you so the whole thing is the meal yep and then you have the same meal a month later at Christmas but Christmas you get the added enjoyment of opening up a little gift or multiple little gifts or maybe multiple Mm -hmm. big gifts if you got it like that (laughs) who's to say at the beginning of the day and to me I'm thankful Mm -hmm. all year round yes I do not need a holiday that was started Mm -mm. by colonizers yeah. There's also that whole piece of it, but that's <laughs> many of them my family members. <laughs> Not mine though. Yeah. Hey, shout out. Thank you. Wait, Thank do you. you actually have colonizer ancestors? I don't actually think so. Mm. Because well, maybe. Mm. Who's to say, right? Like Who's probably. But my grandparents came from England. Uh, I said I don't because the people I know of came to America after the whole colonization thing could kind of, mm, gotcha. which some people might argue it's never not been happening. Well, guess what? There was, what? and this will take us back to Halloween. Guess what? Uh-huh. There was a Rebecca Hobart who lived and she was burned as a witch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Becca. No, because no, no, something I know about you and me is that if there was a witch trial today, we would be implicated. We would be so guilty. We would be so guilty. We would be I'm sure charged. my pee would kill the dog. <laughs> I'm sure I would weigh the same as a goose. Um, <laughs> positive. Oh, goose. I'm positive. Um, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! But yeah, we would we would be we would definitely be implicated in a modern day witch trial. We'd be in um, mad trouble. But yeah. So yeah, just a general feeling about Halloween. So Halloween mm-hmm. is not my favorite holiday, but I'm very good at Halloween because, mm-hmm. and I've always appreciated Halloween because Becca and I, as we've talked about on this podcast, are both girls that like to dress up a little bit. Yes, I love a theme. Love a party. We love a theme. We love, love an Halloween. excuse. Yes. But Halloween, it's 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 gotten on 
in the last couple of years, it's been kind of even perturbing to me because I feel like in my life, I have unlocked a little bit of what everybody else feels like they unlock during Halloween. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Halloween is like everybody's birthday in a way because everybody has this like found confidence because the whole costume thing allows you to like be a different person. Ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, I went out with my friend Ian last year and mm-hmm. he was dressed as G.I. Jane and Mama. Slay. Something about that w- green ass wig and the little skirt he was wearing had him feeling himself in a whole different way than I'd ever <laughs> seen. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. This is the effect that Halloween can have on people ultimately. Yeah. No, it's true. And meanwhile, like, was I feeling myself when I dressed up as Miley Cyrus from the Plastic Cards era? Yes. I hope to God you were. Yeah. Is that, like, the only thing from that, like, costume, which, like, part of the reason I did it was because it was so easy with what I had. The only thing I mm-hmm. wouldn't wear, like, regularly from that costume is, like, I maybe wouldn't do as intense makeup, but, you know, for a special occasion, maybe. Your makeup um, was so cute, though. I think I know, you should I wear that whole thing I every day. I know, like, and I look so good in that wig. I need to find I know. that wig. Um, I know. But, yeah, that wig I wouldn't wear out. Or maybe I should. I don't know. I think you should. Maybe I'm being no. a fucking hypocrite on the podcast. Anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at with Halloween because I've I, I've just I've always been good at Halloween. Like I've always loved dressing up because I'm very theatrical mm-hmm. and yeah. you know just in my regular life. So true. Um, but it's not like it's never been like it's never been my favorite holiday. Okay. Um. And not in, like, the typical, like, I like Halloween, but not, like, I'm not, like, you know, head over heels in love with her. Mm-hmm. Um, but, Becca, it's your favorite holiday. So, general feelings <sighs> on Halloween. Let's explore Me. those for you. Yeah, I am in love with Halloween completely, mm-hmm. utterly. You're releasing I an EP like, around the topic. No, literally. Everything, like the aesthetic of Halloween is so pleasing to me. Like I love like spooky. I love mm-hmm. like that worn vintagey, like fall thing also mm-hmm. that goes hand in hand with Halloween. And I love Christmas, but the only thing exciting about me to winter about winter is Christmas. Mm-hmm. Whereas like fall time I enjoy also. So Halloween is better that way. And also, yeah, I love dressing up. Christmas is a little too like, singular dimension for you like it's just meant to be kind of this happy like oh yay kind of thing whereas like exactly you are a very happy person Becca but I feel like you need that little edge I certainly do thank you for recognizing and Halloween is whimsical in the same way you are yes but it has that little yeah it can be like cutesy and also horrifying Halloween is versatile exactly in a way that I I don't think any other holiday truly is no. Like every other holiday, it's just kind of like, this is Adorbs. what it is. But Halloween, yeah. you could have many different lives. It's like little children and fucking horror freaks are all getting their life on the exact same day. Literally. Doing different things. And so I love that. Yeah, that's cool. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And also like, I was going to say Halloween music, but yeah, like. I don't know. I just love like horror also. Mm. So like it's just it's just the perfect holiday to me. Mm. Um, And yeah, I've always enjoyed it. My mom is also a big Halloween girl. I could see that for her. Yeah. And neither of my parents really like 
any holidays too much mm-hmm. other than Halloween. Yeah. My dad is a no holiday type of person. A Jehovah? Chris- no. <laughs> Borderline. Borderline Jehovah. <laughs> um, but if anything, he would like Christmas. But mm. he doesn't really feel strongly. And then my mom loves Halloween and it doesn't really feel strongly about other holidays. Cool. So were your parents like, I feel like this is a thing that's gonna like or I don't know, but did your parents like your dad probably didn't, but like did your mom like decorate for all the different holidays? Not really. <gasps> really? I wish they would have. My mom's like into decorating the house. I kind of like love Christmas. That. Christmas is a full production at our house. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. My mom used to um this has been scaled back, but she used to get like actual like garland, like pine garland. I love that. And zip tie it to like our railing. The staircase. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it looked really nice. But when she was installing it, it was like the worst day of the year. Because my you mom get is no, my mom is just oh. intense when she's doing shit like that. Like oh god. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. man. No, when my mom's like decorating or cleaning, I'm like, I'm out of the house. I'm trying to do something else because she's like intense Whoa, about it. Oh, it's serious yeah. for her. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, no. And she's always like yelling at the guard because, you know, you're trying to wrap something that is a stick. I'm trying to think of a word that's not erect, but, you know, let's just say erect. <laughs> It's hard. Yes, it's hard. It's a a hard surface. And so you're trying to wrap that around something that is not supposed to bend. You are trying to bend it and wrap it around something. And so that's a square peg round hole kind of effect. Um, Yeah, it's a hard task. Yes. Um, She is strong for that. No, yeah. My mom was not like that. My mom like changes the door, like the thing on our front door. I truly don't think I'm going to be like that. I I would decorate the outside of my house, maybe. I don't know. Mm. I just like can't be changing everything in my house. I'm gonna be that every holiday. I like where I live. Sorry, why would I change it? Yeah, I mean, I like Christmas. Oh, the exception of the rule. I love a Christmas tree. tree. I I think Christmas trees are cute too. I love a Christmas tree. Anyway, yeah, (laughs) that's for later. Um. Nope. Um, but yeah, so I love Halloween, but Quinn, I was curious about this. If you have any like Halloween traditions that you do. That is such a good question. Or like maybe when you were younger, something you always did. Halloween tradition, obviously trick-or-treating. That's yes. a tradition. Um, I was never that girl. Did you always like stay within your neighborhood or did you go like I- outside? I would usually go to um, my neighborhood and then the neighborhood across from me has bigger houses that Mm. would give out bigger candy. And then the next day, because my aunt's neighborhood would always have trick or treat the day after me, my neighborhood. So then we would go to her neighborhood. I don't know why. That's so interesting. I know. Now, you know what I'm also not a fan of when like, the HHA or the neighborhood association is like, oh, we're actually doing Halloween on this day. Like if Halloween falls on a Monday or something and they're like, we're actually going to do it on the Saturday before. No. You think it should be on the day no matter what? Yes, girl. Who cares if it's a school night? Yeah. Who cares? (gasps) Wait. Who cares? Okay, Becca, this brings up another interesting question. What do you call the night before Halloween? The night before Halloween? 
Yes. Halloween Eve. Oh my God, you don't call it Mischief Night? Oh, I knew there was a name for it, but no, that was never, I never really knew about that. I actually learned because, have you ever taken that New York Times thing that's like, it asks you a bunch of questions about like your dialect and it can- where you're from. Basically determine where you're from. Yeah. There's a question on there. What do you call the night before Halloween? And basically no other area in the country has like a word for it. But like, for whatever reason, Philadelphia, like the area surrounding Philadelphia call it Mischief Night. Mischief Night. And I grew up, my mom always called it Mischief Night. And she like, it was, I felt like it was a thing when we were younger where like, or maybe it just happened once and it like stuck in my brain, but she was like, no going out on Mischief Night. (laughs) I think I've seen a drunk history about why it was called Mischief Night and it happened Mm. around Philadelphia because people were being... You guessed it. Mischievous. Mischievous. Mm-hmm. Mischievous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's yeah. a sign for it. That reminds me. I um, talked to, I talked to, I, um, people are struggling talking to this woman who was needed help at Ulta. Mm-hmm. And then I assessed the situation and then realized she was deaf. So I used my sign language and she left a happy customer. Yeah. That all shows you, you need to learn sign language. Becca said, I'm a coda and I'm going to show that today. <laughs> I'm proud. I'm anyway. proud. Um, I actually, um, yeah, Halloween traditions. I used to, um, me and my mom would always like, because I would always want to be creative. Like I've never, I don't, I cannot remember actually having like a store-bought costume. Like I've never gone oh. to like the spirit Halloween and bought like, you know, undersea enchantress or, <laughs> you know whatever old lady mean dance teacher (laughs) (laughs) you've seen the one of abby lee yeah no because abby (laughs) lee was one of my i'm not going to be in the u.s for halloween this year but abby lee was one of my ideas for halloween costumes that would be so good and who's to say oh wait does europe not celebrate halloween it's like kind of a thing definitely not as big as the u.s but it's basically because they saw what we're doing over here in the U.S. and they're like, "You guys look like you have so they much got fun." Jealous. Yeah, they got really jealous. That's crazy. But yeah. Oh, <laughs> mischief! Some mischief happening over there. <laughs> but um, yeah, me and my mom, and then you know, as I got older, just me would like make my costumes. Um, so cute. No, actually, my mom always kind of helped me with my costumes because she's always like that kind of thing. <gasps> Did your high school have like a Halloween contest? Not a contest, no. That would be really cool, though. Oh, oh, my high school had a contest, and what did I win all four years of high school? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah. I love that. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Dang. Mm-hmm. You're um, so smart. Yeah. It, I wasn't like, I didn't have like individual, like best costume every year because mm-hmm. my high school did it where there were different categories. Gotcha. But I won first place. I actually, I think I won like all the categories too. I'm sure you did. I have no doubt, actually. Damn. So that's my art kind of city. But um, I remember one that sticks out to me in my mind that I remembered is, I want to say I was in like the second grade and me and my mom, like I wanted to be a werewolf. Mm-hmm. And so we like got like, she did kind of like, I didn't realize this is what she was referencing, but she did kind of like Teen Wolf, like Michael J. Fox. So I mm-hmm. had like, we got like a flannel shirt and we had like, things of fur and we like glued it inside so it looked like there was like fur coming out of it 
and I got like gloves I think I had a mask but like you know it's like those rubber masks are so fucking hot (laughs) um yeah it's cool (laughs) um and so yeah so like making like my Halloween costumes are always kind of like DIY um oh my god I had a full DIY project last Halloween for a costume I didn't even get to wear really yeah um but I wanted to be Wendy Williams on the mask singer (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah and so I bought like a black like morph suit basically a wig in the style of Wendy Williams and I bought cardboard and I cut the I cut the um I cut the card I cut the lips out and then I painted them red and I did glitter there was there was red glitter in my apartment until I moved out (laughs) (laughs) oh my god and I still never got to see this oh my god nobody did basically like I wore it for like because um Becca and I had a rehearsal on Halloween of last year that um didn't go as planned you got a little spooker magooker (laughs) um let's just say that and um so I wore the costume to that because we were supposed to come in costume but it was very impractical for the things I had to do at rehearsal so I did end up having to like take it off right away basically um yeah and so yeah but um yeah, so that was, is that like, some of your favorite memories also like making costumes with your mom and winning contests for them oh my god <laughs> being literally lauded <laughs> um yeah that's probably my favorite that's probably my like, favorite memory because like you know I also I, I like doing things that, like other people wouldn't like think of for Halloween like that's yeah because I like like originality when it comes to Halloween mm-hmm. um Another one of my ideas for this year that I think would have been so funny is if I was Saucy Santana. Oh my god! Like if I did like a full ball Dang. cap. <laughs> I think you probably should just do these, even though you're in Europe. I know. I'm walking around like Saucy Santana, and the Italians are like, <laughs> "Why you? Uh... <laughs> Why you have acrylic? <laughs> Your acrylic so long." Um. Uh, but yeah Becca do you have any Halloween traditions favorite memories yeah Um, (laughs) yeah yeah so I mean I always watch Halloween movies and stuff with my mom Um, I always went trick-or-treating with like my whole family and stuff like I said like my neighborhood and then my aunt's neighborhood and then Mm -hmm. I started going to my high school best friend's neighborhood one time her neighbors gave out yogurt to me it's rude Mm-mm. Mm-mm. to me it's despicable something that actually sours through the night that's mischief i didn't think of that at all actually it gets gross in the bag especially when it's running around attached to a sweaty child yeah because something about halloween you're gonna sweat literally but don't you remember when you were a kid? Halloween used to be really cold. I feel like it would start really cold, but I've always ran hot as a person. So I feel like it would always start really cold. And then once I was like running around being like candy, candy, candy. Working up a sweat. I was working I up a sweat. That. I will say my dad 
He used to be so he he must have read that article about razor blades in the candy or something like that because he would go through every single piece of candy when we got home and like inspect it. He would also quality check it. <laughs> he said, I got to check this. And then we would be allocated one piece of candy for like the next seven nights and then the rest of the candy had to get given away. Oh my God, so that's then, terrorism. And then my parents got divorced and I could eat as much candy as I wanted. Thank God for that, Bill. <laughs> no, literally. And Bill, Part of why I, I love divorce. Bill, I know it's your birthday and everything. <laughs> but what you did was wrong. But that was fucked up. That was fucked up. <laughs> it was rude. It really was. Um, and Bill, I love you, but... <laughs> and you're my friend See? and I consider you to be that way, but... Um... You're my friend. <laughs> I think it's I think it, I would be derelict in my duties as a friend to you Bill if I didn't say no what the Speak fuck on this. what the yeah. hell <laughs> what the um, yeah it's crazy no but, okay Halloween tradition we do need to talk about what did I forget about for until apples? just now no oh <laughs> <laughs> okay candy trading oh bartering yes. yeah like it's, it's yeah. the end of the night You've gone trick-or-treating with all your friends. Uh-huh. You go back to one of your friends' house. Yep. And you're like, trade. <laughs> I get. <laughs> <Can> I- <laughs> you get. Let's make a deal. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. No, I would always want to give away. I hate Whoppers. Oh, everybody. Oh, my mom liked Whoppers randomly. Well, I would just be giving them to her. No trade necessary. <laughs> I'll give these to you for free. Get them out of my bag <laughs> for free. I love dots. Oh, that's one candy. That's one of those candies you only. That's one of those candies you only see on Halloween or at a movie theater, or your teacher has them. See, that's not true to me. I've never seen a teacher have a dot in my life. Whoa. Okay. Okay. I'm not denying that it happens, but to me, (laughs) you know what I really wish people gave away? What cookie dough bites? Money? Oh. Oh. <laughs> cookie dough becca mm-hmm. we're energetically yeah. aligned once again yeah I a love... cookie dough bite is my favorite movie candy it's the me that too. is that is specifically a movie candy i feel like because the only place yes. you can really go to get it is a movie theater yeah or unless you go to like below. the dollar store yeah or five well, below yeah yeah perfect perfect mm-hmm. my neighbor would give away he had this big popcorn machine and he would give away fresh bags of popcorn and also like warm apple cider and it was delicious and it felt like something the parents also could get behind that sounds like heaven actually i would love that i love popcorn one of my favorite snacks i know it's so good um my i just remembered this too my neighbor i would go trick-or-treating with one of my neighbors and her mom would make like this punch on halloween it would be like what was it it was some it was some soda, not a cola. It was like a, it was like a fruit, maybe like a Sprite. Okay. Something like that. Something like more fruit based. Um, a Shirley Temple? Or maybe, or, no, orange soda, orange soda. It okay. was orange soda and rainbow sherbet. I've had those before. That's like something. Like, yeah and it was very it was always like very good because like it would be like this weird kind of it would be like this weird kind of color and you'd be like I feel like this is not but then every year I was like oh my god I get to (laughs) drink wrong I get to drink that drink tonight (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) a drink yeah 
that's one of my other tradition slash memories is my aunt has a Halloween party every year mm. and there's always such good snacks mm. like bro she's always bringing it yeah delivers every single time also something about a Philly pretzel tray oh my god especially when they got all the sweats too oh Ooh, the cinnamon butter like the chocolate mm. the cheese no, I love the nuggies, the little Cheese nuggies. Dip. Well, usually it's like if you have the dips, it's like a nuggies kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Those ones. Uh that uh you're so <sighs> right about that. You're so right about that. Yeah. Um and I'm sure it's like an East Coast thing. Soft pretzel. Although trays. I think Philly, I think Philly Pretzel Factory is like a national chain. It's probably not as common other places, but I should hope so. I should hope so. Anywho. Okay. Yeah. So we just kind of spoke about this a little bit, but we talked about yeah. some candies we don't like, but what is your favorite candy? Like what are your, or I guess some of your favorites to receive on Halloween Eve? Well, so we have discussed before how I'm not actually a candy person. I'm a sweet chocolate treat person. So okay. I do prefer like a Kit Kat, a Reese's, a Twix, blah, blah, blah. And blah, I blah. just consider that candy. <laughs> but I, I get that there's a distinction. Fair enough. Yes. Um, so I'm a those type of girl. Mm-hmm. I also, like I said, do like dots. And sometimes I can be down with like a Twizzler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, though? I I prefer... I'm definitely more of a chocolate person like you. So like Snickers is my mm-hmm. favorite. A Snickers peanut butter yeah. square. Whoa. Nice. They've only recently, like they weren't really a thing when I was trick-or-treating. And they've mm-hmm. only recently like had like fun size ones. Gotcha. Um, so y'all kids growing up today. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, but I've always loved Snickers. And um love Reese's. Reese's how do you feel about Reese's pieces yeah give me back of those they're oh. gone oh I would I would Reese pieces <laughs> oh I would give them away I would what? Give you my Reese, I would give you my Reese's pieces but do you like Reese's peanut butter cups yes so why to you do you like M&M's oh I love M&M's I like peanut what's M&Ms. going on then there's a disconnect somewhere where is you it? think Reese's pieces taste like Reese's peanut butter cups no, I think they're good though. Yeah, I think they're it's like Coke to Diet Coke, except in this one, the Diet Coke is bad. I don't like Reese's pieces. But you do like Diet Coke. I do like that. That's why it wasn't a perfect <laughs> analogy. Okay. Um <laughs> so it wasn't even an analogy. It wasn't like okay. <laughs> what the fuck ever, man? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You never call me man. Misgendering oh, you. <laughs> what the fuck ever, dude? Um, oh my god. Oh but um Reese Pacey's give me back yeah, of those. I love a Kit Kat. I love a Skittle. I li- or I like a Skittle. Like it's not like my a sour Skittle. Do you like sour candy? So sour candy. Sour candy. So sweet, but I get a little um. It depends. I like sour stuff. I don't necessarily like anything Skittle, though. Mm-hmm. I love a good sour Skittle. I love sour candy. May I, may I bring up mm-hmm. kind of a controversial 
item. Mm -hmm. And that is those little fucking Halloween pretzel bags that like so many houses get. What do you think? I think for trick-or-treating. Yeah. Completely inappropriate. Okay. Fair enough. However, Mm -hmm. when you're in the second grade and you still do snack and there's like a day in the month where everybody has to bring snack and Mm -hmm. your day in October, you decide to bring that. I think that's completely appropriate. I hear you. Yeah, I think that I do like a little and I love salty pretzels. break. Yeah, pretzels I love are pretzels. great. Just too many houses do it nowadays. And I also always have pretzels in my house. You know what I don't always have in my house? Fun size Snickers. You know what I don't always have in my house? Kit Kats. Yep, a Three Musketeer. What do you think of Three Musketeer? Not my journey, to be honest. Weird texture, right? Weird. I think they're weird. Yeah, not my journey. I used to be in. I used to be. I went through a phase with like Baby Ruths too. I was gonna say, whatever happened to Baby Ruths? I feel like they're here still. I haven't heard from them in a minute, so hope they're doing well. So wait, returning to the topic of M and M's real quickly. What's your like yeah. preferred M M&M? and M? What color? <laughs> no, like what variety? <laughs> like a what? regular peanut. Oh. Peanut butter, pretzel. I forgot. Peanut for sure. Oh, a thousand percent. I'm so glad. Yeah. I love peanut butter. No, um, I like regular M&Ms, but every time I'm eating a regular M&M, I'm like, well, it's Where's weird. To call, it's weird to call them regular M&Ms because to me, a peanut M&M is a regular M&M. Like when I think of M&Ms, I think of that iconic yellow bag. Yes. And that sexy ass himbo yellow, <laughs> yellow M&M. Yeah. Rocking it on the cover. Literally. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> where are, where, I must ask, we have regular M&Ms, we have peanut M&Ms, we have peanut butter, we have pretzel. Where are the Lisa Rena M&Ms? Where are they? And what Lisa are they full Rina? of? Lisa Rena? Is this a reference to something? <laughs> Lisa. Oh, Re- Lisa Rinna. Rinna. <laughs> I was saying it weird. I thought you were Not saying again. Listerine. Oh my God. I like I for whatever <laughs> reason when you said that, I thought Listerine. And I was like, what if you like bit into a what if you bit into a MM and mouthwash just started going in your mouth? Ew. That and they're like disconcerting. Hey, eat the eat the MM, but make sure not to swallow the mouthwash. I love that mouthwash and cheese picks are like, definitely don't swallow this. Put it in your mouth for a while, though. <laughs> awesome. Do, by no means should you swallow this, but you got to put it in your mouth, actually. <laughs> you got to put it in your mouth. Uh, oh, my God. Literally. Swish it around even. Tease it a little bit. <laughs> Ew. Okay. So, moving on from candy, throughout the year, yeah. what are some of your favorite Halloween costumes? Um... So to be honest, my memory has gotten worse lately. And so all that's coming to mind is one time I, wait, no, okay. I remembered some things. <laughs> I was the Spice Girls freshman year of college. That was fun. And then sophomore year of college. You um, should do a group my... costume as the Spice Girls one time. We need you, me, and three other people or just us two. I think we can be all of them mm-hmm. because, um, I, one on the top, one on the bottom, and one then oh, that we share on the shoes. What if we, oh my God, what if we did one of those costumes? You know, the new costumes where people are putting like mannequins 
what? Like, have you ever seen people who like put like they'll like pre- it's not even for Halloween. The first time I saw it was on Drag Race. This girl did a look where she was like cheerleaders, and so she was like a three person cheerleading squad, and she had like mannequins as the other two people, but like oh, they were yes. like connected to her. Yes, I know what you're talking. Oh yeah, that would be really good. Like, that would be camp. That's like that's wait, a which really spice girl? Oh, you would definitely be Baby Spice. Yeah, a thousand percent. That's what I was actually in the group. Yeah, and I think you would be either posh or ginger. Really? I thought you were going to say either yeah. ginger or scary, but I think I would want to be ginger. Okay, good. Have um, I told you? I this was on my thing, but I really want to dye my hair red, and not Quinn, like please. not like red red, but like not the red you had, but um, like yeah, an like actual, a actual like, red. Yes. You would look so good. I told my one friend who dyed her hair red and like never went back a couple years ago. And she was like, do it. But also, are you okay? Because like something has to be wrong in your life for you to want to dye your hair red. Oh, <laughs> I cannot confirm nor deny. Um, I want to be a little Irish girl. Irish um, girl. Saoirse Ronan. Um, but yeah. And then. You're so year, baby spice. You're so baby spice, actually. No, it's like crazy that I actually wasn't her Um, like in her life, like in the. <laughs> group it's crazy anyway. that you and emma bunton are existing at the same time <laughs> yeah seems like a weird like i don't know mm-hmm. time loop thing um and then me macy and anna were the hex girls that was a famous that's Instagram a good costume post. that's a good costume <laughs> yeah i didn't know you one. then but i've seen it since you did know me then <gasps> no i didn't no, you didn't that's a whole lie whoa was that your freshman year or was that your sophomore year that was my sophomore year. Yeah, so right before we met, literally. Wow. I'm scared, guys. I'm scared. I'm scared of that. All right. Well, um, and then when I was younger, I really distinctly remember my Hannah Montana costume, Ugh. which I then wore to career day when I um, showed up as my career wanting to be a pop star. Oh, yeah. Because what else would you show up as? No, literally. And I need a photo of that. Like, I hope someone was there to take a photo of me next to my pop star board where everyone else was like teacher firefighter doctor pop star <laughs> what is that photo of you what is that photo of you where you're in like business casual as like a child that i have <laughs> stop that was me going to my first <laughs> i have my first wedding <laughs> the first wedding and why were you dressed like it was your and why were you dressed like it was your first day at an accounting firm like what <laughs> <laughs> no, you were not at all you were not at all wearing like oh like what a little girl wears to a wedding you were fully giving like secretary like deborah like first day yeah Aaron um, from finance <laughs> literally i think i borrowed something of my mom's because at that point we were the same size because she is <laughs> the world's smallest woman and she i was very world- tiny <laughs> i was the world's largest fifth grader <laughs> so yeah same size feet and everything but um (laughs) yeah oh my god that made me laugh yeah i look terrible in that photo i love that photo i love that photo (laughs) i'm gonna have to post it on instagram now (laughs) not halloween just (laughs) (laughs) just boo (laughs) oh my god yeah um but what about you i mean we got some little hints of some of your fave costumes but i know what was it there's one of you that christine recently sent that's was it you as dr phil or were you being steve harvey no i was being ron burgundy from anchorman oh right (laughs) that was eighth grade 
Lovely. I believe that was eighth grade. Yeah. Okay. Or was that? No, because freshman year of high school, I wouldn't, I didn't know because freshman year of high school, I did something different. Um, so yeah, Ron Burgundy, Ron Burgundy is an eighth grader. Crazy that my parent, because like now looking back, yeah. I'm like, like that's an, a very inappropriate movie for an eighth grader to be referencing. Um, I suppose. I didn't go to school in the outfit though. So like I was just around my neighborhood. Um, nice. That was one that came out of a bag now that I think about it. So I lied. I lied, y'all. It was all oh, a lie. Um, <laughs> was I need to be honest lie. about that. Um, what else? Oh, where, I was the werewolf one time. I remember being a... Pa- I really liked Power Rangers when I was younger. I was a Power Ranger at nice. one, one holiday. Can I guess um, that you were the blue one? I think I was, but not... Yeah. But I think it was from Power Rangers Dino Thunder because Power Rangers Dino Thunder is my very favorite Power Classic. Rangers. And something that I actually went back and rewatched it like as not an adult, but like as an older person because it was on Netflix mm-hmm. randomly. And I was like, I'm going to watch this. It's actually crazy how every episode of that show is exactly the same. <laughs> we met a bad guy. We met a bad guy. We beat the bad guy. We like, no, there's usually <laughs> two. Ba- there's usually like two bad guys. They like. <laughs> we beat the bad guy they show they show like the bad guys wreaking havoc and then they show the power rangers finding out about it they have maybe like one or two scenes of like the power rangers outside life of like being a power ranger like maybe they have a love interest maybe they have something like that Mm -hmm. and then the bad guys like the power rangers have to intervene with the bad guys they go to the bad guys they boom 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 defeat the bad guys but oh wait oh wait that dinosaur motherfucker who sends all the bad guys, just reanimated them as bigger bad guys. And so what do they have to do now? Get the Megazord out. Yeah. And then they got a boom, boom, boom with the Megazord. Yep. And then they defeat the bad guys. To be fair, that, that is also how every Scooby-Doo works. Mm-hmm. Roughly. Minus the Megazord. <gasps> Scooby-Doo Cyber Chase. Slay. Best there was something ever. scary about that movie as a child. Scooby-Doo. I had... I had Zombie Island with the werewolves Spooky as well. Spooky Island. Oh, wait, no. No, that's no, a real you're talking about one. a cartoon one. I don't remember that one. Yeah. Of course, the Hacked Girl is also iconic. <gasps> yes. Don't worry, they go to Mexico and there's Chupacabra. Yeah. <laughs> Chupacabra. Or Egypt. Um, what was the Egypt one? Yeah, there's yeah, also in, the, like, the tombs. The cruise ship one. The pirate one. Loves it. I feel like I vaguely remember that. Anyway, okay. So yeah. back to my costumes. Mm hmm. The ones I can remember. Um, so I'll go through high school. So my first year of high school, I went as Darla from Finding Nemo. <laughs> Loves it. Um, who's the girl who like shakes the bag at the end? Um, mm-hmm. A cruel joke that life once played on me, though. We had to run the mile in gym class on Halloween. No. Ultimate scary. So I literally had to put so like a rude. whole way. And I had I had fucking the judging was after first period like between or am i making that up or was it before school no it was before school and so it was before school and then i went down and changed and i had to change back in because the winners were announced on the or if you won you got like a pass to go and be on the school because my school had a tv show and so um you went and were on like the tv show my second year, I was the dummy, like from like the Goosebumps books, like Slappy, I think his name is. Uh-huh. Um, I was like a ventriloquist dummy that was scary. 
I, I like wore makeup to school that day. I was like, ooh, this is crazy. Um, and then um, my third year was the least creative one. Um, oh, wait, no. And then the second year, I actually kind of won twice my second year because I gave my friend an idea for his costume to just be the Mona Lisa. Oh, because we were originally going to do a group costume where he was going to be the Mona Lisa. And I was going to be Da Vinci painting it. And he just like put oh his, God. he just got like a big thing of the Mona Lisa printed out and then he put his face in the middle. Yeah. And then we like hadn't organized it. And like Halloween is something I take seriously, like the competition as well. So like the fact that yeah. it was a costume competition, mm, shut it down. Like I had to win. And so yeah. I had to put myself first and I would be like, I had to be like, honestly, you're not organized enough with this. And so I'm starting to get anxious. So I'm going to do my own thing actually. Shouts out. <laughs> And then we both ended up winning, so. Okay, all right, okay. And um, my, third year, my third year, I was very, w- w- I was kind of lazy. We were in, um, I was in a play and there was a part where like me and three other guys were in like um, a boy band. We did like a boy band illusion. Okay. Um, it was very like Beastie Boys. And so we literally just got permission to like wear our costumes and from the show yeah we literally just did like our bit from the show and we won the costume contest um and then my final year oh my god this is this is Conti (laughs) I was Cher like circa like 1970 yeah oh my god did you wear a gown no I wore like I wore like a paisley button-up corduroy pants a denim like vest I had and I bought like a share wig that was like so long the pictures the pictures are so funny <gasps> I wish oh, you what? still had that wig I do I definitely do still have that wig and you haven't used it since I've known you no seems a little weird to well me. it's in Ho- okay. she lives in Hocassin and I'm you know right truly as we I've established I never have Delaware. a reason oh my god what if like one day I just went around in that like that would be so funny if in Hocassin I just like wore the share wig around and I hope you do a social and experiment for the do. podcast <laughs> um but yeah that was funny um and then college I didn't really dress up until last year because my first Halloween I actually got to see Mean Girls the musical on Halloween which was really fun oh my god um and then second Halloween it was Halloween 2020 so everybody was kind of like mm. mm-hmm. me and my friend I just hung out with my friend that night and we were Betty and Inez from Taylor Swift lore. Oh yes, which is why don't it's a hairspray? Because Inez, <laughs> there is a character named Inez in Hairspray. <laughs> I must have. Yeah, I don't know. The most famous Inez before Taylor Swift wrote Betty. Um, right, right. And so yeah, me and my friends, me and my friend were Taylor and Inez, and we said if we we said if we were together this Halloween, or like last Halloween twenty twenty one, which we weren't, but if we had been, we would have been Marjorie and Dorothy. <laughs> Oh my god! You we all had know. to look so old, and well, I was gonna try to be Dorothea, Ceased. but then I, my love for the song Marjorie grew so much, and it's one of my favorite yeah. Taylor Swift songs right now. Um, mm. And so yeah, and then mm. last year I was, of course, Miley Cyrus' Plastic Hearts. Of course, classic. Me and my friends, we had like a job party, like, and so we all went as the Disney Channel games together. Like, we were each a different Disney Channel game. Yeah, um, I remember that. Yes, because Becca and I ended up at you the same were blue. party. I was yeah. blue. I was Miss Blue. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and we then kissed, was, <sighs> as we always do. I, I was kissing everybody that night. Like you were hangry for it and was working. <laughs> no, everybody was kissing everybody that night. Um, yeah. And then I was Wendy Williams, but nobody really saw that. So I did take the lips and I put them on my wall in my apartment. They're like decor. Mm-hmm. 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 I repurposed. I, I upcycled. Yeah. <laughs> all of those costumes, you might think that like, oh my God, Quinn, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. All of those costumes quite literally pale in comparison to a bar that I set for myself in the fourth grade. Wow. So picture it. It's like, how old am I? It's like 2009, 2000. It's like 2009, 2010. Or it's actually mm-hmm. probably, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, you know, the noughties. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mom always took me to her hairdresser, like growing up and I would get my hair cut by like my mom's hairdresser. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting with the ladies one day and they were like, Quinn, what are you going to be for Halloween this year? And I'm going to admit to being problematic for a second, but I really want to be a homeless person. Oh. <laughs> like a hobo. Because <laughs> I feel like hobos were really big. Like in the, I really want it to be. No, it's, the, true. it's true. In the Dan Schneiderverse, I feel like. Um, it was such a joke. It was yes. so funny. Like Homelessness the funniest been, thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and looking back on that. Yossified. Looking back on that, I'm like, I saved myself from being problematic. Yeah. Well, these women saved me. How many times can I say that in my life? (laughs) Every day almost. Um, And they were like, Quinn, I don't think you should. They were like, nobody's going to get that. Like, that's like not fun. And I was like, Mm -hmm. okay. And I forget how it came about. But these women basically pitched to me. They were like, why wouldn't you be like snooky? Get crazy, get loud, get crazy, get loud. If you want to have fun, then do something crazy. And so obviously Jersey Shore was on at the time. Me, my brother, and my dad would all watch together. And so they were like, maybe that's how we were talking about it. They were like, Quinn, you should be snooky. Mm -hmm. And so what was I? You took that to port. And so what was I but snooky? I love the photo of you and snooky. I'm in the fourth grade. It's an iconic photo, actually. Yeah. It's my pin tweet on Twitter. So my Twitter at Quincy Murphy underscore if you want to go mm-hmm. see it. Um, it's my pin tweet. Um, and we'll probably post on the Instagram for this episode. But mm-hmm. yeah, I was wearing like a jumpsuit. I was wearing one of my mom's um denim jackets. I had like a little purse that we mm-hmm. got from like Goodwill. Yeah. Um, and of course a wig. I remember my mom and I like doing like the bump. There was like a toilet paper Ugh, roll or something to make it. the bump and like mm-hmm. sunglasses. And also yeah. my arm was broken at the time. So my <laughs> arm perfect. was in a cast. It's so um, snooky because she falls all the time. And so I was like, like in the picture, I'm like serving and there's just like a cast, like a green. A broken head. arm. Yeah. And also okay. I remember, I remember because we got like fake tanner and I like, tried to apply it myself, but I was a fourth grader, obviously. And so my yeah. skin like was like all these, these like weird colors for a little while after that. It's so um, on character though. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, Snooky, Snooky was definitely. She's a good one. That was, that was my, that was my peak. Yeah. And maybe yeah. that's, and maybe that's why Halloween sometimes doesn't feel super exciting to me. It's because. 
there's nothing I can ever do. There's nothing I can ever do, especially with how that lore has evolved in my life. There's nothing I can ever do in my life. (laughs) Supersede that. Yeah. There's nothing because I'll never be, I'll never lack that self-awareness again. Unless like, what if one Halloween you were to like meet Snooki? I feel like that would free you from the curse. I've never no, I definitely have thought of doing like a I have thought of doing a like a remake, like a yeah. a re-up of the Snooki. I will say we would kill a Jaywell and Snooki joint costume. Like out like boots down the house, pussy. So pops why'd you say her. that? Why'd you say that publicly <laughs> when we could have said it privately? And sat on I'm the sorry idea. to out you. <laughs> well, guys, you never know never know what's gonna happen you can just pray every night when you go to bed for it yeah literally um <laughs> oh my god but yeah, yeah so I just can't ever do anything that iconic again yeah unfortunately <sighs> yeah it's too bad but yeah those are some of my favorite costumes throughout the year but mm-hmm. to kind of wrap up this conversation Becca is there yeah. any Halloween like media you particularly enjoy around this time of year anything you like I know you're a big horror person is there like a horror movie you always watch around Halloween of course well yes so horror wise I love and me my mom just rewatched it your next is one of my favorite horror movies it's not well known but it's I'm not familiar yeah yeah um it's just a really good final girl. Of course, all the screams are like my favorite movies. You ever. love the scream movies. Like I'm obsessed with them. Um, and then on a lighter note, I do love like Halloween Town, and like the uh, me and my mom just watched the, both the Adams Family movies. Mm. Um, so good. Rocky Horror, mm. my fave. Um, what else? Like Twitches, even like Disney Channel movies. No, really- DCOMs always had a really good. Also, when they would do the Halloween episodes. Oh, yeah. I could just sit and watch those. Calling all the monsters. Calling all the... Calling all the... Yeah. So, those. Also, some of my favorite Halloween episodes are Brooklyn Nine-Nine's Halloween episodes, the Halloween Heist Um, episodes. So good. Yeah. We need to talk about a truly bone-chilling Halloween episode. What? The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody Halloween episode. It's scary. That had no business being that fucking terrifying. Like, I think <laughs> adults would watch that and be scared. No, me and Macy rewatched it like last year and we were like, why are we scared? <laughs> like, I'm scared, guys. They literally had Esteban getting possessed. Yeah. For a show for like five to 10 year olds. Yeah. I oh watched that when God. I was like five. I literally lived. I I was I was so young. I was living in my like the first like the house I was born in, not like physically there. <laughs> I was born in a hospital, but like the first house. No, I lived in. Quinn, you can't you can't hide the truth. You were born in a barn. Everyone knows it. <laughs> a barn in the middle of a city, um, <laughs> just like Pearl, not Mr. Crab's daughter, the serial killer. Not even serial killer, the killer of passion. Anyway, crimes Quinn, of passion, they're more valid. What, um, <laughs> do you have any like fave? Oh, come on, the Rocky Horror episode of Glee. Get a grip. Oh my god, that is fantastic. No, Amber Riley singing "Sweet Transvestite." Yeah. 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 
Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, touch a t- touch a touch touch me. Touch me. Oh my god! Yeah. With the creature of the night sequence. Um, yeah. What other? What other? There's another. I feel like there's another. Um, John Stamos singing "Whatever Happened to Saturday Night." Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Naya Rivera's science fiction double feature. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. May yep. she rest. But damn, did she fucking slay that. <laughs> Literally. And I've always said that. She said. <laughs> in in that fucking red ass lip. In that red ass lip, she said, mm-hmm. delicious. I just ate that delicious. up actually. <laughs> oh, I love that one. That's anyway. So good. Um Kim Petras, turn off the yeah. light. We have to talk yeah. about that. That's that's honestly amazing. Like, she's so smart for putting that out, and she was kind of she's like, a that, genius. That was like her calling card for a little while. Like, um, it's obviously good. Like, I think it's, I think it probably still is like the best thing she's ever like done. Like, like yeah. the most quality thing she's ever done. Um, yeah. and it's just so genius because like everybody loves Halloween, especially like. Because Kim Petras is gay people makes music for gay people basically, and so yeah. gay people love Halloween. love Halloween. Yeah, and so why not capitalize off of that? And the instrumentals yeah. even are so good. I listened to like half of it the other day. Um, so good. Uh, and then she, and then when she released "Party Till I Die," Party Till I Die. No, that album is so. That album is so good. Elvira, Elvira is on it. Mistress of the night, not the not the producer. The damn like, mistress of the night. Girls. Only in the dark. Um uh, that's such a good album. It's so good. Um Calling on Monsters, China and McLean. Are there classic? Like Halloween. I do love like vintage spooky songs like uh I was working in the lab when the monster mash. <laughs> you did the mash or Devil in a blue dress. I forget the melody. Devil in a blue dress. Devil in a blue dress. <laughs> oh, hey, I forgot to mention. Did you are, do you live near? <laughs> oh, oh, oh hi. now that you're here. Um, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, why don't I? Why don't I just ask you while we're both um, in the same room is. Do you have an amusement park near you? Not like super close now. Did you ever go to any like haunted activities, like a haunted house or a haunted hayride? <gasps> my athlete, my local athletic club, randomly. Um, they did that. Okay. Yes, they had a haunted walk. Like, cause it would it backed up to like a park. Like there was a park around. <laughs> athletic it. club. They're trying. They have an agenda. They're, they're trying to get you to walk. I hear. <laughs> Yes, and there were walking <laughs> trails, and that was like like they would haunt them. Okay. Yes, um, gotcha. And so, yeah, like the haunted walk. I did like a hayride, oh, going to the pumpkin patch. I love pumpkin patch. I love a haunted hayride. One mm-hmm. time though, I did, well, first of all, I live eight minutes away from Dorney Park, mm. so I had a season pass, and I would go. It was like a huge thing in middle school to like go to the haunt, because mm-hmm. um, their haunted weekends did slay. Yeah. But one time, um, my mom 
and family are obsessed with like any like haunted houses or whatever that they can find one Mm -hmm. time we did this really kind of weird and janky one where you're on it's like a hayride but attached to the hayride is actually paintball guns and you shoot at the zombie the zombies that run on the side of the bus and come out from the woods and try to get you that's crazy it's crazy and that's a crazy liability thing for the employer yeah no that was no there would always be that one person there would always be that one person at like the haunted house or the haunted walk that got in trouble for like punching somebody (laughs) my mom is crazy to go through a haunted house with because she scares them she like can she like knows it's coming and she's like boo and they're always like whoa another thing that this just had me think about is so I explained how there were houses in my high school, in the high school episode, right? Excuse me? There was houses like Harry Potter in my high school. Oh, yes. I thought you meant physical homes in the no. high school. Okay, and yeah, then yeah, ballroom yeah. houses where we would all vogue. Uh, no, um, yeah, nothing that fun. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But one of the houses, they would host a um, haunted house as like a fundraiser. And so okay. it would always be after a football game, like on a Friday night after a football game. Mm-hmm. near halloween and they would always like try to recruit the theater kids to do it gotcha um and so a bunch of us did it like i did it i want to say my first two years and i knew the teacher who like ran it and so mm-hmm. i had to do my first two years or my first three years of high school um being a haunted house actor though specifically for a high school i feel like it was the venue i did it in it was not fun. Like it was not fun. Like oh, it was not fun because basically, it's a bunch of teenage boys coming through and being like, "Oh, that's not scary." Like, mm. and like literally just trying to fuck with you. And it's like, okay, God, like I'm just, I'm doing my job. I'm doing my job. I'm here on the clock. I'm at damn work right now. <laughs> and then we had to set, we had to set the whole thing up and tear the whole thing down. It was like it was exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. Famously, was, one of my it was for charity or whatever, school. but oh damn, not worth it. <laughs> um, one of my bus drivers in middle school also worked at the haunt, mm. so it would be crazy to be like him, be like boo, and we'd be like Mr. Green. He'd be like, what? <laughs> Who said that? Who's Mr. Green? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I don't yeah. remember what I was saying before that, but yeah. Basically, Halloween is the best. Yeah, it was a very fun time. Um, but yeah, any other final thoughts on Halloween, Ms. Becker? I don't think so. It's my favorite holiday. What about you? It's it's Any a holiday thoughts? that happens every year, and I enjoy most of the time. Enjoy. Good. And so, yeah. Perfect. But we will now throw to a little break. Ooh. And we'll be right back. Oh my god. Oh my god, I'm so frightened right now. You will rue the day. You will rue it. <laughs> You'll rue it, Carly Shay. Okay. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that one picture of Miranda from the um new season My Carly where they they're like, Oh, she's Latina now. I haven't seen that. <gasps> oh my god, she's like really tan in this new picture. <laughs> Should um, I just search up Carly Shay? 
it probably wouldn't be the first thing that came up, but anyway. <laughs> All right. We're back now. Yes, we and are. And it has come to the time. No comment corner this week because first of all, we can't be asked. And second of all, you guys are so fucking lazy. <laughs> you guys won't do your part. You guys are so fucking lazy. Becca and I. Oh, I am looking at the photo. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. And Mr. Mosby is directing. What? The photo I see has Josh Peck. Yes. Carlita Shay. <laughs> oh, oh, he's in it. Oh, wait, you're right. You're right. You're right. I don't know. He has a headset on, so I just assumed he's directing it. His vehicular manslaughter charge. Let's talk about it. I know. Something scary, truly right? scary. Um, it's something my dad actually broke the news to me about. <laughs> your dad sat you down. Um, <laughs> Literally. But yeah, guys, we're back now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I established that already, but we've come to the point in the podcast where, oh, wait, you guys are so fucking lazy, actually. Before yeah. that, I said <laughs> to reroute up. two different times because <laughs> you guys make me that angry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're being jump scares. You're being little mm-hmm. jump scares, little floppy Anyas. And so, and you won't I don't like us. bullying you guys, though. It's but not write, joyful. Write the fuck in. I'm, I'm be for fucking real be for fucking real i'm not even i'm not even gonna do the funny little like <laughs> right in on light yeah i'm once again asking you anyway <laughs> once again because Podbean loves to email us every day i know actually i'm gonna start about mon- yeah about the ad supported model which mm-hmm. i know i'm unsure about I- i'm not sure about it either I haven't read up on it anyway. Anyway, <laughs> I haven't done my own research yet. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So in lieu of the comment corner, we're just going to get earlier to really the cornerstone of this sh- whole show. Yeah. One component of which is the jump scare of the week. And so this is a point in the week, not in mm-hmm. the year, because Halloween is a spooky time of year. But Becca and yeah. I, Becca and I embrace the spook in everyday life. And so every week we come on this podcast and we say, what was the spookiest thing that happened to me this week? Yeah. And so Becca, what just like was scary to you this week? Oh my God. You're, I can already tell it's going to be intense a little bit. No, literally. Um, So this happened yesterday and before yesterday, it had only happened like maybe once or twice ever. Right. Mm -hmm. And so something I do literally every day is I go on the New York times little website and then Mm -hmm. I go to the game section and then I click on wordle. Oh, and something you still do the wordle every day. Yes, I do. That's crazy. Good. Along with the, thank you. Along with the mini crossword. I I go through doing the mini. The mini is much more interesting to me now than wordle. Yes, I love the mini. It's I fine. also love to have you ever played tiles? It's fun, yeah. That was very fun to me. Anyway, Wordle. And I honestly do like the spelling bee sometimes, but Wordle. Never really got into her. Something that is so humbling and terrifying is when you lose your Wordle streak because you get a word wrong by one letter. I don't even remember the word now, but it was something so fucking dumb to be honest mm-hmm. 
it enraged me from the inside out. One of my Facebook friends also lost the wordle like relatively recently. It's really annoying. It's actually so annoying. Mm-hmm. Who what even was that? Um, <laughs> oh no! Just heard a honk, but important um, here's a who. <laughs> who? Um, yeah. So I don't know. I'm just like upset and angry and saddened by it. But ultimately, as Lily Reinhardt said, those are all good things to feel sometimes. Exactly, so exactly, exactly. And, and today I did get the word all. So, like we've always said, high highs, low lows, but it was really scary, and I and it was emotionally tough. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we're also eclipsing, so I have to blame it on that at the moment as well. Yes, yes, yes. I didn't read up about eclipsing. that, but I know it's happening. Yeah, it's not. No, same. it's it's not like a retrograde. It's not like a big but girl, but it's something going on. It's definitely something. It's a little bit. It's a little scary, definitely. Did I send you? No, I was talking to Ian. The day of the Rina Sawayama concert, I think I was supposed to meet the love of my life astrologically at the Rina Sawayama concert, but I don't think I was open to it because my astro future was telling me all these things about like, oh, this is the time to put yourself out there romantically. Oh, there's something happening. Whoa. So, and I do think a concert would be like a perfect place to meet someone. Yeah. Yeah. Because every time I go to a concert, I'm like, oh, my God, I am in, like, some of the hottest fandoms. Muna. Mm-hmm. Who's, what's another? The Caroline Polachek concert. Everybody's really hot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Charlie XCX, obviously. Mm-hmm. A little bit more of a mixed Clearly. bag there, but. <laughs> Who's to say? But, yeah, so that was scary. Um, And then Quinn leads me to ask you. What was your jump scare this week, particularly? I hinted at this earlier, but my jump scare was the whole reaction and discourse over midnights. Mm -hmm. Because people, I just, I don't get why people hated the album. Like, it seemed like the hate for this album was so intense. Mm -hmm. And like, I realized Taylor Swift is like, one of the most famous, influential, highest grossing musicians of our time. And so it's like, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to like specifically for Taylor Swift. I'm like, feel bad for her. Right. It's more a trend I see that I think we as fans of music, like set ourselves up for. Yeah. Because we look at part specifically women Mm -hmm. every time they have a new release and we're like, oh, this has to be better. She has to top herself. It has to be something new. It has to have a new vibe. It has to have a new sound. It has to have all these things. Yeah. Yep. And then when it isn't exactly, when it doesn't meet that expectation or like blow that expectation away, we're mm-hmm. like, ooh, she sucks. And then <laughs> this guy stinks. Um, oh, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. And so that was very much midnights. Like people were fucking shitting on it so Mm -hmm. hard. And I'm like, guys, this is a good people literally said, people literally said Taylor Swift hasn't had like a bad album until midnights. And I have to say, get a grip. I love this album. Mm -hmm. But guys, lover. Stop. I'm going to say it simply isn't on par with like her other works. Like there are, there are certain songs. Why would you do this? 
Like, and I love Lover. Lover is the reason I came back to Swiftyism after my little break. Yeah. But like, I just don't like, it's just, it's not, it's just, it's just kind of like the subject matter for me. Mm, okay. And I love, like, I love Lover, but I have to be honest. Like, like people are like, uh, like if you, th- like if you think Lover is like a better quality album than Midnight's, I don't know if I can like <laughs> trust you as a person. I don't know if I can like, because I like to deal with people who are logical, who have a sense of understanding about the world. And to me, if you mm-hmm. say something like that, I just can't like, Okay, I'm just me not getting you. it. I'm just not getting it from you. Anyway, maybe I shouldn't have shit on Lover to like, either way, Midnight's is fine. But I feel like we just set ourselves up for disappointment. Not even just with Taylor Swift, but like, Rina Sawayama, who I just saw in concert, like, yeah, she obviously released Sawayama, one of the, like, probably the most innovative pop record of, like, the last decade. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she released Hold the Girl, which is, like, a whole different thing, like, mm-hmm. not trying to be innovative in the same way, because she'll never, like, it would be so, like, I enjoy the fact that she didn't try to catch lightning in the bottle in the same way that she did with Sawayama, Mm-hmm. Um, on Hold the Girl and Hold the Girl was just about something completely different, had a different sound. Yeah. Um, but people were like, oh, it's no Sawayama. And it's like, yeah, it's not gonna be Sawayama again. You like most artists never have a Sawayama. Like most artists never have a project like that. Yeah. Um, and so the fact that she so, had a project like that, we should celebrate. And then the fact that once. she can like do other stuff, we should also celebrate. Charlie yeah. XCX, I was also guilty of it earlier this year when Crash came out. Because like Charlie XCX, another another innovator. Well, maybe yeah. the only album that could like possibly eclipse Sawayama is Pop Two. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when we got Crash from the same girl who made Pop Two and then made Charlie, and that's kind of the mm-hmm. thing I'm expecting out of her. When she makes Crash, which now I realize is supposed to like intentionally be kind of formulaic pop music. Yes. Um in a way that like her old, her like other projects have been intentionally not formulate pop music, more experimental. I yeah. was disappointed and I was like, oh, this album sucks. And then I actually listened to it. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. It's just different from what I was expecting mm-hmm. out of it. The, the only song that does not, I actually, and it pains me to say, I don't like Beg For You. And everything what, else. And what song have I heard slam. three times live? By two different artists, but beg for you. Beg for you. Oh my god. But that song is not. Why do they keep doing it? That song is not like the it. moment. Yeah. Especially no. when you have a song like New Shapes, when your other major collaboration on the album is New Shapes. Yeah. Why would you ever play Beg for You then? No, New Shapes. I went through like a whole. I went through a whole phase recently where I was like, I was like banging to New Shapes like every day. I was like, the song is so good. It's fabulous. Again, Caroline Polachek, best part of the song, I would say, too. I love um, them. I can't believe they were roommates. Imagine sleeping over at their house. Yeah. Charlie and Caroline were? Yeah, they were roommates. And Tears were roommates. is my favorite Charlie XCX song. And who features mm-hmm. on that book? Caroline Polachek. Caroline Pol- Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. You better believe it. Oh, my God. They were roommates? Yeah. When Caroline was on Charlie's the way podcast, I do they K talk about their it. House. Oh, my God. Yeah. They would definitely revive you from it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You just stuck on the west side. Yeah. So, and maybe it's just because I went through it and I like understood, but we just set ourselves up for disappointment. 
And yeah. it is specifically a thing where we put it on like women because like yeah, something else I'm going to say bravely on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Y'all were not bullying Harry Styles for releasing a lackluster record. <laughs> <sighs> if anything, they were celebrating it. If anything, yeah, you were celebrating it. Because Harry, literally, his first two albums are so much better than Harry's house. Oh, yeah. Fine Line is like a masterpiece. Yeah. Even as somebody who's if not like, say. even as somebody who's not like in love with Harry Styles, um, I love the Fine Line album. Yeah. And I, and I got the same, I posted that on Snapchat and like somebody engaged with me on it and they said that his first album is like his best album. I do like his first album, but I do listen to Fine Line a lot more. We weren't bullying Harry Styles as we should every day. <laughs> no, Actually, people people were. I just wasn't in the right circles for it. But like, and Taylor Swift, <laughs> like, it, it's apples to oranges. Like, whenever people try to compare Taylor Swift to Harry Styles, I'm like, girl, that's apples to damn oranges right there. Um, Literally. But yeah, guys, let's just stop setting ourselves up for disappointment. And let's stop projecting the disappointment that our own expectations cause onto specifically women. Mm-hmm. It happens to Ariana too. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, that's another one I'm guilty of. Positions, an album that I listened to the first time and I was like, she did not eat here. And now I listen to that album and I'm like, oh, she did kind of eat. Mm-hmm. Just not mm-hmm. in the way that I was expecting her to. And yep. then I get mad because I played myself. I get mad at that little girl. <laughs> that little baby girl. I get mad at that little baby 30-year-old. <laughs> Literally. I get mad at that little baby 30-year-old fully married. <sighs> and why do I do that? It's on. Who is yep. that man she's married to? That's so random. I love when they He's get He's a married. real estate agent. I love when celebrities get married to someone random. No, literally. That's kind of iconic of her to not be with some... Because she's, you know, all of her other boyfriends were like celebrities. And so I guess maybe that's sure. what like um, appealed to her about him. But also, because they haven't been together that long. They haven't. I think they were like a COVID couple. Now they're married. COVID couples who got married. That's like the next frontier of like scary stuff. No, it's scary because you haven't really lived in the normal world. Yeah. If you made any decision during COVID, like anything like that, same with like COVID pets. That's something Mm -hmm. scary to me as well. Well, a lot of people returned their COVID pets, unfortunately. (sighs) And you're fucked up for that, to be honest. Mm -hmm. If you, if you're one of those people who like gave your dog back. Ooh. Yeah, that, that is fucked up. I'll forever be mad at you. There are special circles in hell for you. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Babeka. Yeah. We now turn to the lights. Oh. <laughs> um, it's the final girl of our podcast, really. The Manic Pixie moment of the week. Where we so just, Because <gasps> we are the final girl in this moment. Yeah. And we're just like, ah. Oh. We did it. We did have it. We you made seen, it. Have you seen, speaking of, have you seen any clips from Terrifier 2? Why are you the second person to mention that? Or did you mention it to me last week? I haven't. Oh, my God. Somebody, like, one of my really good friends is just, like, into, like, Terrifier 2. Why is the genre horror slash splatter? Because it's <laughs> Becca. Becca, Gory. Becca. <sighs> uh, I am not like this at all. My stomach was getting upset watching it. Like it was. 
Oh my Apparently god. Apparently people have been like crazy. throwing off watching it. Like it's like Oh, it's actually, I wouldn't like it. I don't like like super gory stuff. It's um yeah, but it's it's so gory. It's so gory that it's unrealistic. And so it okay. kind of makes it not scary again. Okay. Nice. That's fine. But like it's but you might still not like it though. But like Okay. It's just so unreal like there's this one scene where he like does all this stuff to this one girl and like mm-hmm. I was like so she wouldn't still be struggling like he literally <laughs> spoilers for terrifier too he literally uh-huh. like scalps her oh <laughs> and like her brain is literally exposed oh god he took <laughs> like, off her skull she's still screaming and I'm like so at that point you're not responding uh-huh like yeah. everything I know about science at that point you're not responding and then he and this is like because I think it's like meant to be a little campy he literally uh-huh. takes her fingers like this yeah and starts pulling on them and rips her whole fucking arm down the middle but like that way oh my god all right <laughs> so yeah, like it's shit like that like it's shit like that like it, it's like I- it's like gross to look at, but like what saves it for me at least it's is that like I'm like, so oh, this ridiculous. Isn't physically possible. Gotcha. Okay. Anyway. I did see the new Halloween movie, Halloween mm-hmm. Ends, and it was really good. And then I'm really excited for Megan. <sighs> when is Megan coming out? That's not coming out yeah, this month, is friend. it? I I really oh my god. So, but I don't think so. Speaking of lover, what people well, if not me, what people say is the worst song on the album is It's Nice to Have a Friend. I like that song. I like it too. Um, but now it's iconic be. because it was in the Megan trailer. Exactly. And Stan that movie, There's no way that movie is not going to be iconic. No, and it's coming out January 6th. It's a Bloomhouse movie, <gasps> so I'm very excited. <laughs> I do remember I do remember the people were like the people were like, oh my god, it's coming out on January 6th. <laughs> a new meaning for January. Megan's 6th. gonna start an insurrection. Um, <laughs> Megan was at the insurrection. Of all the dolls. Imagine if <laughs> there was a doll insurrection, like all the dolls in your house just stood up, started insurrecting you. I don't have money, so I feel like a doll insurrection would be very easy to squash in my house. Unfortunately, at my dad's house, there is a lot of Madame Alexander dolls, like, in the closet. And why does your dad have those? Because they were mine. Um, my grandma, from my mima, my nanny. That makes me think things about him <laughs> that aren't true. Um, <laughs> my mom my kind of thinks things about him that aren't true. Loki. Your dad? Yeah. About and I Bill? should hope so. Or about Evan? But- oh. both my, my mom <laughs> thinks things my mom thinks things about many men in my life that aren't true i really? love that's our lingo now. <laughs> that's our-, our friends with dorothy <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> it's so true i'm starting to think things about him that are not true <laughs> <laughs> but they could be true oh my god i love it yeah well in our um in our oh. Instagram comments, I was like that we that we have not confirmed yet. Anyway. <laughs> yet. Shout out to Evan though. Mm-hmm. If we ever do an Evan episode, that would be crazy. <laughs> Evan episode? Hell yeah, bro! <laughs> Hell yeah! From what but... from what I hear though, he's gonna be very hard to pin down though. <laughs> I know he would. <laughs> we would have to be ready at any moment to start a podcast when he would be ready. Whoa. 
Hey. God, this episode is scary for so many reasons. Anyway, <laughs> Becca, okay. what's your manifesting moment? Yes. Um. So we've been having theme days at work actually for the past two weeks where each day is like a Halloween theme. That sounds um, so fun, actually. Fun. It's been really fun. So we've been dressing up um, and stuff like that and taking photos. And one of the themes was witches. And so I wore a little witch hat. It was so cute. But one of the managers at work um, dressed like a Stevie Nicks witch. And she actually brought her tarot cards and she gave everyone a reading. And I told her, like, I'm into this. So, like, I'm really, like, I'm taking this seriously. And she was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I can, like, tell. And her reading was so crazy to me. The first card that popped out was the magician. And I was like, it's me. Hi. I'm the magician. magician. It's me. It's me. (laughs) At tea time, everybody agrees. Mm -hmm. Um, And basically she was like yeah you just need to absolutely like get back into your your power as basically a witch no Becca, that you is... are a thousand percent a witch like you are a yeah. thousand percent one of the most magical people i know thank you and that is the second reading i've had done by people in my life that give me that message that i am also a witch yeah i've said this on the podcast before i believe we both have the gift Yes, I just really need to hone into it and take it seriously. I, I think, think we, I think if we both honed into it, we could really, yeah, we could really slay and serve and work in a different way than we do already. It's, exactly. So I'm committing myself to like getting back into my powers, my practice, and my uh, witchcraftery. So that's me. Hopefully, I'll be manifesting more and more every yeah, day. Exactly. exactly. Mm-hmm. But Quinn, what was your manic pixie moment then? My manic pixie moment, this is actually, this is, I've been thinking about this all day. It actually happened yesterday, my first day mm-hmm. back in Italia. I've been uh-huh. to Italy before, much like Mike's Mike. I had an Ital- Italy trip in an Italy trip. high school Yep. that we talked about on this podcast extensively. But so mm-hmm. we are in uh, Napoli, Naples, as some of you Americans might call it. <laughs> um, Weird. But uh, me and my brother, my parents retired because they're jet lagged. But me and my brother, mm-hmm. being young, sprightly people, we were like, yeah. let's go see the town. And mm-hmm. so we rode into town and we were having a drink at this bar. Mm. And my brother was at the was in the bathroom. And I must have stuck out to these Italians at a table. Because mm-hmm. they, I don't even, I don't know, I, I wasn't doing anything that like would have made them like, say this about me but they just go they just like look over at me and they start saying americano americano and i was like like and they were kind of like they were kind of like questioning like it was like americano like kind of like that yeah and i was like (laughs) see um yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's like yeah um but uh so yeah and then me and my brother like start talking to them and then we end up sitting at their table and we oh were talking, one of them is an Italian screenwriter who mm-hmm. lives here um, because Napoli is very close to Pompeii. And so he works on a lot of like historical stuff, apparently. Um, and he starts talking to me and my brother tells them I like did 
I do theater. Um, yeah. And that I like act and stuff. And he's like, oh, really? And he, um, he asked me to like audition initially. And I was like, no, that's crazy. And he's like, no, cause you're, cause you're perfect. You're, he said, he kept saying like, and he's not like, he kept like, he kept doubting his English a little bit, but I'm like, you're like pretty good. But he's like, he's saying like, perfecto, perfecto, perfecto. And like, he's like, you're perfect for this one thing. Like keeps like picking out all these traits about me and stuff. And so he literally at one point, like call, he's like, he's like, to me, you are perfect. I am not, you know, the boss, but to me, you are perfect. He followed me on Instagram. Um, he, he like called someone who works above him. It sounded like, and like made me talk to her on the phone, which wasn't good because I was drunk by this point and she is Italian. So, you know, <laughs> we're not speaking the same language literally. And then what do they do? But they convinced me to fully like audition for them. Quinn. And so I literally did an audition like at the bar for like the people who were there. Oh, at the bar? Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. Like an impromptu audition. It's kind of, <laughs> oh my God. No. And then he, um, they're like, okay, we'll give you a scenario. And they're like, okay, so the, your mother's calling and she says, your father has died. <laughs> Wait, is this real? Yes. Are you joking me again? No, okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> Oh my God. This is a real thing that actually happened last night. And so I fully did like a, <laughs> and they, I fully did like a thing and they're like directing me. It's like, but we're sitting at a bar. At like, bar? And outdoors, like. Oh my God. And they were like, yeah. And so I fully, <laughs> I fully like auditioned for like, not like informally, of course, but like. Yeah. I fully like did a performance for I did like a performance of grief to for an Italian movie I guess yeah this is insane did he have a lot of Instagram followers have you Googled I think him so yet? he posted he posted something on Instagram um okay so yeah I auditioned I I like informally auditioned for something in Italian he kept asking he was like how long are you here and I was like Quinn, this girl, is you, crazy. I was like, girl, if you get me a job, I can be here for ever. Ever. <laughs> yeah. So now I'm like, because I have been thinking about it today, and I'm like, so should I like DM him? Like, <laughs> literally. Do I DM him? Am I just like? You need to find. You need to Google him, and you need to see like how serious this would be. I suppose mm-hmm. you should do it either way, even if it's not. If it's yeah, because what, what do I lose by? No, literally, I have everything to yeah. gain, nothing to lose. Yeah, so sounds perfect, actually. Quinn, oh that's crazy. Isn't that crazy though? I love that. Yeah. Oh my god, you're and a witch. Even, and that wasn't even the craziest <laughs> part of my night. I won't be talking about what the craziest part was. But okay. I'll okay. just say that wasn't even the craziest part. <laughs> oh my dear God. Yeah. That's insane. And so yeah. Um wow. Wow. That's awesome. Maybe, maybe I won't be the unemployed friend for long. <laughs> <laughs> Big things. Watch this space. Watch this space, as always. Yeah, but um space. that's our show today. And so Becca. Ugh. If people want to keep up with you, which why wouldn't mm-hmm. they, first of all? Oh, thank you. Um, how can they do so? They can follow me on Instagram at Bex Gloss, Twitter. Wait, 
Twitter Bex Gloss, Instagram Becca Hobart, Spotify Bex Gloss, and also um they can also find me on TikTok <laughs> where y'all <laughs> pardon me. Where y'all going during World War Three? They can also find me dangling off the tip of the moon, hooked onto that damn Pixar boys fishing hook or DreamWorks. Sorry, DreamWorks. I was about to check you on that. Actually, um, Pixar. My bad. Um, Pixar yeah, is the you lamp. Got me good. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're dead right. But Quinn, where can the people keep up with you individually? They can keep up with me at Quimpy Murphy on both Instagram and TikTok and Quimpy Murphy mm-hmm. underscore on Twitter. And you could possibly see me in an upcoming Italian period drama, perhaps, about the eruption of Mount Vesuvius and the um, impending doom of the people living in Pompeii. Yeah. yeah. And I'm excited for it. Personally, I'm going to buy a ticket. We'll buy a ticket to the History Channel. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm going to install a VPN so I can watch it. <laughs> oh my God. Really? And then, Becca, if people want to keep up with this little show, if they like what they heard, mm-hmm. now how can they do that? Oh, they can definitely follow Manic Pixie Jumpscare on Instagram and TikTok. They also should follow, um, subscribe to our YouTube channel where we post mm-hmm. the podcast visual version. Obviously, we hope you have tuned into that to see quinn in the shadows um lurking 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 <laughs> serving lurk serving grief serving mount vesuvius oh my god there's so much dust everywhere um i'm petrified literally <laughs> literally um and then they can please 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 do their do their American European worldly duty by emailing into at manicpixiejumpscare at gmail.com. I've now turned the flashlight on y'all's ass. On the... <laughs> Hello. Think about it. And I put my think mic to you. Oh, think about think it. About anyway. it. Think about it. Oh, a look at me now. Reading through all your emails that you're going to send. And let us know what you're being for Halloween. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. Yeah, I'd love to know. It is going to be after Halloween. If you want Becca and I to critique your Halloween costumes, we would also we do, can that. do that. We can definitely do that. Um, no problem. Just as long as y'all fuckers write in. Yeah, that's all we ask. And, yeah, share this podcast with your friends, your loved ones, and the strangers that you are a little bit scared of. Um, even and maybe back. even the people who scare you most in your life. Yeah, sure. Why not? Well, we're Quinn. We're Quinn. And, and we're Becca. We're Becca. And, and thank, thank you, you for, for listening. listening. <laughs> Manic Pixie Jump Scare is hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Executive produced by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Sound and video editing by Quinn Murphy. Social media management and highlights by Becca Hobart. And our theme song was written by Quinn Murphy, Becca Hobart, and Nandita Mahesh.